0: From Miami Beach, Florida, welcome to Believe. My name is Nicholas Upchurch. Man, thanks so much for being here. Here at Believe, we want you to succeed. Give yourself a pat on the back today if you got through some you-know-what. If you got through some serious, serious nonsense... Give yourself a pat on the back. We want to help you to succeed at Believe. Our website is www.believe.love. Find a whole bunch of videos. My gosh, we have hundreds of videos that help you in five categories. Money and business, true success, health and wellness, world news, our universe. If you want to hear about digital marketing, you want to make a million dollars, we want to hear from billionaires, you want to to hear so many cool interviews, check out Believe.Love. That's our website. YouTube.com forward slash Believe Loves You. That's our YouTube channel. And iTunes users for the audio version, go ahead and go over to BelieveItunes.com. And Android, BelieveAndroid.com. We love Android users as well. So, wow. There's so much going on. You know, it's so important because we've had a lot of people on lately. We've had some really cool guests um, helping you with uh, money and business and different people helping you find your purpose. And, you know, it's so important, I think, to explore the reason why we're on the planet today. Why, Why you're actually here. Just some possibilities. It's so important. To me, it's it's really maybe the reason why we are here, right? And maybe we don't have to have a purpose. Who came up with that anyway, right? Maybe, maybe that's just something we come up with here on earth or what we think is earth, right? And um, there's so much to consider. But I have to say, if you want to get outside of yourself, because today I have to say I handled things really well. I handle things really well. You ever have one of those days where weird things start happening, but instead of being affected by it, you actually, you actually get things done. You actually, you actually do the right thing. You handle it well. It doesn't phase you. And I just want, I just want to tell you, because we want to help you to believe in yourself and to find your own truth. Give yourself Seriously, give yourself credit when you do a good job. I have to do that. Honestly, I was thinking about that myself cuz I don't really ever think that way. To me, it's just kind of normal. Well, if I do that, that's how I should, that's how I should be. So I'm not going to give myself credit. But give yourself some serious credit if you're able to actually get through things and, you know, handle those curveballs because if you want to make a lot of money, if you want to figure out your true purpose, if you want to deal with anything, I think a lot of it is dealing with those curveballs, and for me, that's been one of the most <laughs> interesting things. One of the biggest opportunities for growth, right, is to handle those curveballs. And we had some today, you know, different people, you know, doing things that were that were unexpected. And uh, today, at least, I was able to just, you know, I feel pretty good, and I thank God. And which which I think, by the way, I think you are God. I think you are God. And everything is part of God. So, um, so maybe I'm thinking myself, who knows, right? And everything and all the beings we can't see and the angelic beings and everything out there in the universe and even the people that I think I should be angry at, right? We've talked a lot about that. But if you're doing a great job just, you know, Dealing with those curveballs, I commend you. Just commend yourself. I really think that will make a big difference. So we're going to talk about some stories, some breaking news. What I think is really breaking news, because you're not going to see it covered in a lot of places. You're not going to see it covered in a lot of places. And uh, something that occurred recently, something that occurred recently is the world government summit and the world government summit is a global platform dedicated to shaping the future of government worldwide Hmm, that's interesting And the world government summit this year elon musk was speaking at the world government summit he's the founder and ceo of spacex he's the co-founder and the ceo and product architect of tesla by the way, does Elon Musk know about free energy? He he, named, he has this company called Tesla. Does he actually know what Tesla was trying to do? He has electric cars. That's, that's interesting. But uh, I'm not sure why he's not talking about free energy. That's interesting, right? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Somebody should ask him about that. I'd love to hear his response. Maybe we can one day, right? We'll get him on, hopefully. Um, Aside from being a phenomenal businessman, Musk is an activist who uses his wealth and resources to create a better earth, we guess, right? I mean, he seems to be a good guy. He seems to be a good guy. There's a lot that he knows. That's what I get from him. There's a lot that he knows. And uh, yeah, of course, there's good in everyone's heart. So to, to be at that level and to get a lot of, I think, billions of dollars from the government one way or another, you know, you gotta be playing ball to a certain degree with the government. And um, so it's very interesting, not that that's bad, but we don't know what the government's really up to. The government doesn't tell everybody, that's for sure. And so there, there are things I think Elon Musk knows. And, and what I'm wondering is, is this disclosure? You know, they talk about the word disclosure in the UFO community, in the spiritual community, on Gaia, which I love Gaia. I talk about the word disclosure. And for me, when sort of a mainstream guy that a lot of business people look up to comes out and he says what he said at the World Government Summit, it's so interesting. So let's, let's actually take a look, our YouTube viewers can see this, and let's take a look at what Elon Musk said at the World Government Summit. It seems probable but I think this is this is one of the great questions in physics and philosophy uh, is uh, Where are the aliens? Maybe they're among us. I don't know uh, Some people think I'm an alien Not true, he not, says true. He's not an alien. But <laughs> you know, maybe we are aliens Of course I'd say maybe that Maybe we I? are aliens, <laughs> Ellen I mean if you look at this part of the oh. world Yeah they believe that human beings are not from Earth. They came from somewhere else. Eve Maybe. and Adam came from somewhere else to Earth. So in a way, human being alien to this mm-hmm. land. Do you think we'll make contact with aliens within the next 50 years? Well, that's a really tough one to say. Um, I mean, if there are super intelligent aliens out there they're probably already observing us that would seem quite likely and we just um are not smart enough to realize it um but i can do some some back of the envelope so that was just to me an amazing an amazing quote there by elon musk if there are super intelligent beings They're probably already observing us. That would seem quite likely, and we're just not smart enough to realize it. So my own personal experience, something I can tell you that's happened to me, and it's a lot of things have happened to a lot of people. But I have had encounters with invisible beings. And and by the way, almost everything that's real is invisible. So um, dogs can't see color. Does that mean color doesn't exist? and uh, we see just a a fraction of a 1% of the visible light spectrum, and then mainstream science says the visible light spectrum is, uh, what, a fraction of a percent of of the entire universe that we know of, and they call the rest of it dark matter and dark energy. So we're basically not able to see anything, (laughs) more or less. And my own experience is that something physically touched me that I couldn't see multiple times and I was sure about it. And it's happened actually. So it happened multiple times and then it's uh, in, in one sort of sitting and then it happened multiple times in another. And then there were other times where I felt certain things, but I wasn't sure. But two times for sure for me. You know, I don't expect anybody to believe it because they can't see it. And that's what we, um, you know, until, until we have phones that work on waves, we can't see the Internet going to this phone, but we, we know it works and things like that. So I don't expect anybody to believe it. But his quote, to me, this is a part of disclosure. We have a real mainstream guy talking about if there are super intelligent beings and, you know, one thing about Elon Musk, he goes into um, digital aliens a lot. It seems like he is a part of an agenda. Even though he talks about the dangers of AI, he seems to really be about this digital reality that we are going to become a part of and there will be digital beings that are aliens and all this. Stuff. And I, I just, I, I deviate a little bit. I don't think we have to become digital digitally enhanced ourselves and we I mean we're basically already there we're staring at these phones and computers all the time even myself even knowing this and you know it's like because that's what everybody's connected to right now but that's not the only technology if we talk about Tesla's technology and um I think his name is uh George Lakovsky we talked about the uh the oscillators, um, which were, uh, he was using them to cure cancer. Um, we talked about that in a recent episode, and that was from the resonance of the earth, the Schumann resonance, right? And things that sound crazy, but I, I have a bit of experience actually feeling some things, to and, and also Qigong and Reiki and acupuncture, and the energy and the Qigong hospitals that treated 20, 200,000 people in China, the biggest one, with mainstream Western doctors also in attendance at these hospitals, with energy medicine, and just things that are not shared with everybody um, that more and more people are becoming aware of. But I do think this is part of disclosure. So I don't know I don't know that we all need to be digitized, and, and we have to have these digital aliens, and we need to... Connect our brains to the internet and then we need to become robots and try to quote unquote live forever because I don't think this is the real world here I don't think this is the only part you just look at the as we've talked about many times the near-death experience studies so there's so much more going on but I love this I love this uh, from Elon Musk the part about him really giving credibility to the thought. I have very intelligent friends that are business guys, you know, guys that make a million dollars a year. One guy owns a jobs website and all this stuff. And, 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 less, and he used to be fairly open-minded, and he realized that in the UFO community and with all this stuff, people were lying a lot, and it's very true, sure. I can't even tell you everything's for certain. I could only tell you my experience. I don't expect anybody to believe it. But he, he got kind of uh, jaded because um, he would hear all these things on Coast to Coast, the radio show in the 90s, and it, was just, it seemed like people were just making a lot of stuff up. Just like, you know, oh, I saw an alien, a UFO. And, they, and, you know, there is some of that, definitely. There's some of that. So then he tuned it out as he got older, and he became all about the facts. Well, what's in the Wall Street Journal? What's in the New York Times? And that's, that's what's real, you know, and, and everything else is fake. And now I've joked with them. I said, well, I, I think you're more likely to hear the truth about everything on Coast to Coast with George Norrie than you are on, uh, in, the, in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, CNN. Or in, in fact, 6% of people, I think a Reuters study came out, 6% of people trust the mainstream media right now so that's why we're doing the show not that we're perfect but to allow you to find your own truth so elon musk coming out and saying something like this now he listens to elon musk he owns tesla stock he loves uh elon musk because he's a quote-unquote credible uh business guy although again i don't know why elon musk isn't talking about free energy he knows that tesla was working on it he knows it could end all poverty, right? But he's t- Elon Musk is probably doing the best he can given the fact that maybe the government would kill him if he was gonna talk about free energy, who knows? Maybe not. Maybe the government hopefully would embrace him, right? Maybe, that, maybe we can get to that point. That's what we wanna get to. We wanna get to that point. Because the control, is, is a, the control that the governments have is a mirage. We can't really control anything I mean, we kind of can, but not ultimately because this is not our entire existence. It's not this life. And there's just so much science behind that, the science of consciousness, that there's one consciousness in in mainstream physics. Um, All points in space and time are connected. Near-death experience studies, thousands of cases where people are conscious after they die, after their heart and their brain stop. So... Control is, is an illusion. It's very real when somebody has control over you and I have to pay taxes and everything else involuntarily. But um, so my friend that's a business guy, he loves Elon Musk. So I texted him the story. I'm like, well, it looks like Elon Musk may, may be coming over to my side a little bit. Because when I said, hey, we, we could be an experiment. We could be, uh, you know, that moon could be a spaceship, right? I'm not the first one to say that. I've, I've collected that, and it's kind of, there's a lot of interesting things going on out there with the moon not rotating and just a lot of strange things. I don't know. So uh, Elon Musk coming out and saying that, you know, in, in many other cases, Elon Musk has alluded to that it's highly probable there are other beings, So now he's saying if there are super intelligent beings, they're probably already observing us. That would seem quite likely, and we're just not smart enough to realize it. I have to say, even myself, I'm very stupid. I'm very dumb. So I would tend to agree with Elon Musk. I don't think we know much of anything, really. I mean, we can become more aware and we can become more loving Um, but there's a lot we don't know. That's that one thing is for sure that that is one thing. That's for sure. There's a lot we don't know. And I used to take, uh, I used to find hope in that. And now there is a lot more that has come to me over time. It took a long time, but I still know that I know very little. I know very little. And so why is this all important to you? Because things are probably going to change quite a bit, probably going to change. I mean, we're working on free energy. We have a project going in Venezuela. We have five people working on it in Venezuela, hired in an office. If there's free energy, there's no more poverty. I've said that. I'm going to say this as many times as I have to, over and over, wherever I have to to say it, wherever I'm able to say it, on the biggest platforms. I'm not sure why that's not the number one issue. Because Tesla had a big-ass tower, I think, in Long Island, New York, that he was working on. They pulled the financing, J.P. Morgan. It's the, biggest, it's the biggest story. It's the biggest story the past 100 years. It's not airplanes or anything else. Nothing. Nothing else besides this. And the reason why some people say, the, the, like Dr. Stephen Greer, that the uh, UFO issue is suppressed is because the propulsion systems in UFOs would mean that there is free energy, that they're gathering energy from elsewhere... And it would change the economy. It would eliminate the need for an economy in terms of a control system. And there's a lot of other reasons. I think the government thinks that uh, people will start harming each other, which, who knows, they could be right in some cases. But they also want to control everybody. Let's just be honest about that, right? So this was a really cool revelation. And I'd like to know what you think about this. So email us, believe at believe.love.com. When do you think disclosure will come? Comment on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Believe Loves You. We'd love to hear from you. And our website, believe.love. And this brings me to another story. Now, this one was really interesting because we can talk about sort of uh, top-level stories or or sort of uh, broad stories about Elon Musk, you know, revealing that he thinks that there are super intelligent beings. If there are those beings, they're probably observing us, and we're just not smart enough to realize it. But we get into things that are more, I don't know, we might call them more real, more realistic, right? And these people that are associated with the military, the whistleblowers, it's so interesting because you could just discount everything they do, but there's so many of them. There's so many of them, right? What I mean is, you could just say, "Oh, I don't, I don't believe um, this guy. He's, you know, he's not a real military whistleblower." Um, meaning, uh, you know, he, yeah, he was in the military, but I don't believe what he says. But the problem is, there's like hundreds of them, and if you go to seriousdisclosure.org or .com, Dr. Stephen Greer's site, S I R I U S. Uh, he, I think they've got files there, thousands of documents, thousands. You can't. It's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming evidence, and it's the biggest issue of our time. It could end all poverty, and that's why I'm going to keep talking about it because I can tell you how to make a million dollars. I've had sales of millions of dollars in a year. Who gives a shit, to be honest with you? Who gives a shit? We are killing each other and we are in a, uh, a matrix of fear and uh, like the Game of Thrones where people just, we have to fight each other to survive and one country, it's, it's just complete nonsense. And we could actually grow out of all of it by forgiving the people at the top that are sort of, I don't know, influencing this. And some people say maybe it's George Soros, the Rothschilds, whoever it may be, I forgive them. Maybe some people think it's Donald Trump, President Trump, President Obama, all of them, who knows? Who knows, we can forgive them, I think, hopefully. But this is really an interesting story because it's sort of a military insider. Not all of these insiders can be wrong, in my opinion. There's just too many, there's just too many, and there could be truth, and what some of what they're saying is, could be true, and there's just so much out there. So this is breaking news, and we see on the sun, which isn't always a hundred percent accurate. It could be a tabloid, but it's not just the sun. Um, and they have a lot of actually credible stories. I don't know that there are. I don't. You know, again, mainstream media people. Six percent of people trust CNN, Fox, and MSNBC. So. Um, the sun has a lot of different categories, UK news, U.S. news, world news, politics, opinion. So just it is somewhat of a mainstream outlet. So I thought this was quite interesting. The truth is down there. U.S. Navy is running top-secret program to detect alien spacecraft under the ocean, UFO expert claims. So uh, leading astronomer and ufologist Mark D'Antonio says that he witnessed a USO, an unidentified submerged object while aboard a Navy submarine in the North Atlantic. And I just thought, you know, this brought something to mind about Hillary, Hillary Clinton. She was on, uh, I think, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel is a night show host, of course, in the U.S. on ABC. And uh, he always asks all the presidents and the candidates and everybody about aliens, that that's he asked President Obama about that, and President Obama's response was really interesting. It was like, "Well, Jimmy, you're never going to have that position because that's the first question you ask. You would ask." And then he also said, um, "Well, Jimmy, they don't want us to know. They don't want us to talk about them. They don't want us to. They don't want to be revealed." And then he smiled, something to that effect. Hillary Clinton was on there. And John Podesta, her campaign manager, would allude on uh, WikiLeaks, or excuse me, not WikiLeaks, that's a whole other story, right? On Twitter and things like that, he would say that he he would like to disclose the UFO files and declassify things. I don't know why. I think, I mean, it seems like maybe he would like to disclose some things, but I wonder what that would actually be. I'm not so sure. Meaning... Would he disclose everything, or just a certain version of things? Right? Because how much, how accurate really is history? I don't, know. I don't think it's so accurate. You ever played the game Telephone? You've got all these humans involved, and then they, they first of all, they we can barely tie our shoes. I mean, if I remember to move my car because I have to move into the parking garage, it's a miracle, right? So much less uh, somebody remembering everything in history and then recounting it accurately and. You know we're getting better, but also people just change things because they want to lie, and they the, the victors write the history books, right? So whoever wins writes the version of history they want, in a way maybe, right? So Hillary was saying we need to change the UFO. There's a new there's a new version of UFO. It's uh, unidentified phenomenon. I don't know what she came up with. You guys might be able to tell me unidentified. Uh, Something she, she wanted to make it seem less um, nerdy or less, uh, you know, there's a UFO stigma. Like if you like we paid the CIA, we paid them to make fun of UFOs so people think it's crazy. And so if you're a scientist, you say UFO, you get, you know, your government funding cut or you get looked at like a lunatic. Um, Now we have shows like Ancient Aliens where people are coming on, scientists and MIT guys, Harvard people, because it's not bullshit. It's actually probably more true than anything we're teaching people in school right now. And um, we had Dr. Greer take that six-inch, seven-year-old body to Stanford. They verified it was a real body. And they said they don't know if it's not human, but. Just look at it. Atacama humanoid. We've talked about that many times. So Hillary was even trying to come up with a new term other than UFO. So I just thought this story was interesting. Let's go back to that. Um, the, the U.S. Navy is running a top-secret program to detect unidentified submerged objects beneath the sea. So he's uh, Mark D'Antonio is... Uh, astronomer, chief video analyst for UFO organization MUFON, and he witnessed what he believes must have been an alien craft traveling at impossible speeds while he was on board a U.S. Navy submarine in the North Atlantic Ocean. And he he heard a naval officer ordering the sonar operator to log the unidentified object, which was traveling at several hundred knots, as part of the fast mover program. Currently, most submarine and torpedoes can only go up to 40 knots due to the resistance of water. The Russians maybe have a torpedo that goes uh, faster than 200 knots, but a speed of several hundred knots would appear to be impossible for human-built crafts. So Mark Mark is also actually working with, we've been in touch with Mark, we may have him on the show, who knows. We may have him on the show. And you can see this story came up in the International Business Times. Uh, Also, um, another cool site, openminds.tv. So I thought that was very interesting. But Mark is actually working on a... He's an astronomer. He's working on a... A project, a remote UFO detection system with Academy Award winner Douglas Trumbull, and which promises to bring ufology into the 21st century, called UFO 2G2. That's UFO T O G2. So, and he's been on different television networks, um, Discovery Channel. Uh, you know, FX. FX Models is his company. National Geographic, the History Channel, CNN. So he's appeared on a bunch of different networks. So I thought it was a cool story. He was actually on the naval vessel, and he saw this uh, submer this thing going so fast. And we think about that. We just would see objects in the sky. We we do have reports, especially there's a a lake in uh, Peru, I believe. I think it starts with the T Lake. T something, where things go straight into the water all the time. And our planet is mostly water, right? Our planet is mostly water. So it was quite interesting to me. The other interesting note about this story is that, uh, you know, the the intelligence of dolphins, it, it just reminded me this. The intelligence of dolphins. You know, it's illegal as a U.S. citizen to really be in touch with a dolphin because they say that you're going to kill it or you're going to harm the dolphin or something. I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure about it. Dolphins are apparently pretty much as smart as we are. Um, a lot of the quote-unquote spiritual discussion is that, I guess if there was maybe some sort of ascension where the 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 souls that are uh, the most developed in terms of love and in sort of getting to the next level, maybe forgiveness and things, that they will kind of evolve after this life to another, uh, maybe another dimension of some kind, maybe a nicer one or something. There's there's talk about that. There's a 5D movement or, or sort of a 5D. There's also the law of one talks about, third density beings versus uh fourth density beings and then there's fifth and sixth density beings and dolphins actually are very very intelligent and they say in some of these texts that dolphins you know they may be the ones to go maybe before some of us that they're very they, you know and you hear these stories about dolphins saving people and they're so intelligent. I really think, I did see a story that we're working on some kind of AI or something to be able to communicate with dolphins, somewhere in Sweden. If you put uh, Sweden communicate dolphins in Google, they're working on something. Uh, I have a feeling they probably can already. And uh, you you hear these stories about dolphins saving people and dolphins doing pretty interesting things. I would like to look into that a little bit more. I would like to know a little bit more about the true nature of dolphins and what they know and their perspective and uh, maybe communicate with them a bit more. Their language and things that they they have in the ocean there is quite amazing. And the ocean is most of the world. You know, we're living a completely different reality than a being at the the bottom of our ocean in, in the pitch black. I mean, they don't, they don't have even a concept of what's going on at the surface. And what is going on beneath the surface in the world, right? Underground, there's the hollow earth. If you look at uh, Ad- Admiral Byrd, BYRD, and what he talked about, I think he talked about possibly in, in Antarctica, a hollow earth. There was so much going on down there. Corey Goode has talked about this, David Wilcox. So there's so much that I thought was interesting about this story. And this brings me to actually the final story of this episode. Wow. These were really 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 cool. But I have to bring up this final story. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't leave you today with something that really without something that really rocked my world. Because I love David Icke. We did, you know, there are certain people that you just get into, right? You get into people and they they really, like, make you think. A lot of people like Joe Rogan or my mom likes Oprah. Oprah Soul Sundays, right? We have our hosts. People love George Norrie and, and Coast to Coast. And I love David Wilcock. And there's certain people we like. So I also love David Icke. And he he makes so much he really, this reptilian thing, he's not the only one, but this reptilian thing, these these invisible beings and and these statues of reptilians around the world. There's statues, I think in Peru, uh, some, some city, there's a big reptilian. And, and sure, maybe they're just like mythical characters. I don't know. Maybe they are. But there's a lot of weird, I don't know that reptilians are the only beings. I don't even know that they're... Uh, they really exist how we think. But I also think that a lot of things based on the this show Ancient Aliens and all the things we're learning, I'm not so sure that um, there weren't a lot of beings back in the day. We look at ancient Greece and ancient Rome and all those stories. I mean, the whole idea of Ancient Aliens, which is actually a very popular show, is that it's, it's actually these, these gods, these gods may, may have been like aliens. They may have just been other beings. They, we could look at them as gods. Think about if we're not as smart. You know, there was a tribe, I think in some island that David Wilcock wrote about. There was a tribe and, and they thought we were gods. They painted USA on their bellies and they've never been off their island. And I think we would drop we would drop supplies off. So we were like this, this metal craft coming over, giving them things. So they literally thought that we were gods. And if you walked over an anthill or you walk by a fish tank, you're, you're God. You're God. <laughs> so um, these statues are really amazing. All these things going on in the world. But I thought this report from Collective Evolution was really interesting. A description of the shape-shifting reptilian beings written about in ancient India, the Naga. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but the N-A-G-A. And you see all of these shape-shifting, half-human, half-reptilian beings, right? They have these tails you see in the pictures here. And uh, it talks about whistleblowers and things of that nature. But then it gets into the Naga, and here we see up close one of the pictures. Um, and, you know, they saw, they, one of their sources, Encyclopedia Britannica. The Naga are said to be a race of non-human reptilian-type beings. They are found in the literature of multiple ancient cultures across the globe, especially within ancient Jainism, Hindu, and mythology in quotes, right? They were considered to be semi-divine beings, half-human and half-reptilian, who can either take on a full serpentine form or a fully human form. According to the legends, these beings existed underground and inside of the earth. We just talked about that in the last segment. In large kingdoms. They were considered both beneficial and friendly to humans as well as potentially dangerous. And then it says, Encyclopedia Britannica, it goes through... uh, The serpent princesses of striking beauty, the dynasties in northeastern India. I mean, this was not something that was just like some guy said it once. Um, And then it says some, like David Icke, even claimed that they were present at the birth of Buddha, despite the fact that they were still considered dangerous, especially when angered. Well, I think all of us are like that, right? If we're angered, we could be potentially dangerous. Maybe not everybody, but definitely some people. One example of the where the Nagas are referenced in ancient scripture comes from the Mahabharata. I pronounced that wrong. Mahabharata. Bit, I, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it, because somebody can let me know. Where the Buddha actually protected Nagas from an attack by half human bird, half-bird-like creatures, Garuda. After this battle, both Nagas and Garudas. And then it's not, it's not written correctly, right? Um, that they end the sentence right there. But it goes on. And you know who talks about the bird-like creatures? First of all, it is in ancient Egypt. Uh, William Henry was on a, an episode of Divine... What is that show? Divine Cosmos or Divine... Divine something or other on Gaia with David Wilcock and Corey Goode. Divine Cosmos, I think it is. Divine Connection, something like that. And uh, William Henry was on there bringing up all the bird, the bird beings that were um, discussed in ancient Egypt. A lot of them. And Corey Goode apparently is in contact with these bird beings. Who knows? I might be in contact with them without knowing. You might be in contact with them too. You might be in contact with both of these types of beings. The point is, I love these things. I love it. I love it. It's the most important thing, I think, going on in our world. The most important thing, the reason why, is because it changes everything. And I know, I know how it is. We like to be in our own little reality, right? It's hard, you know, we, we like to make money, we have to, you know, we wanna feed our family, just live a happy life, I understand. The thing is, there's a lot more going on out there, whether we like it or not. And I think it's okay to be aware. In fact, you might, you might feel better. You might have more possibilities being aware. If there's free energy, if we succeed, um, you know, these people are putting billions into CNN and and all kinds of things. Just imagine if that went into free energy. I mean, we just have five employees in, in Venezuela. Just imagine if we had free energy and we ended poverty completely. And you could print anything with a 3D printer because you had unlimited energy to be able to do it. And you could just use money to trade and you didn't have to work and nobody had to work you could do whatever you wanted you could live however you wanted changes everything changes the experiment for these beings right changes the experiment so all this is connected what elon musk has said we talked about in the first segment all these things are connected in my opinion it's the most important issue of our time and we're going to get more and more people like Elon Musk, who's a, who's a businessman, you know, a, a very well-respected in the mainstream business community. We're gonna get more and more people that are going to be talking about this kind of thing because it is reality. It is reality. And um, I think things are really gonna change and you're a part of it. You're a part of it. You're a part of our family at Believe. I want you to believe in yourself I want you to make a lot of money and find true success. Get healthier. I want you to just find the way to forgive when we come and and find the positive in these world news stories. Whatever that may be for you, find your truth. In terms of our universe, just find your own truth. Just know that there is probably unlimited potential for you. You can do whatever you wanna do and it's not gonna hurt you to open your mind. It's not going to hurt you at all. So when you share these links, when you share these videos, when you support our guests and we're going to open a store soon and we're going to offer courses and everything, you are supporting this. You're supporting our free energy project in Venezuela. You're supporting uh, any hosts we have, any, anything. That's, that's how you're changing the world. So I thank you for that. I thank you for that. Again, our website is believe.love believe iTunes.com for iTunes, iTunes listeners. Believeandroid.com for Android listeners. Our YouTube is bel- uh, oh my gosh, what is that? YouTube.com forward slash believe loves you. And that's the same for Facebook.com forward slash believe loves you. Instagram, same thing, forward slash believe loves you. My gosh, email us or leave us a comment. Let us know how you want to change the world. I want to know. What are, what are you gonna do? What are you going to do? I'm doing the best I can, man. It's not perfect. We're doing the best we can. There's other people that have been involved, and I thank them with all my heart. I continue to try to ask for forgiveness, to try to forgive myself and uh, forgive others, and uh, I really do. I need to do that better. I I need to say that a lot. Are you one of those people that needs to forgive people a lot? I am. I need to forgive myself a lot, too. Like Elon Musk says, Uh, we're, we're maybe not smart enough to realize we're being observed, right? We're probably not that smart at all, but we're getting smarter, more aware, more and more aware, right? So we're, (laughs) we're doing the best we can. So thank you for joining me on Believe. Have a great day or night, wherever in the world you may be.